Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I wanna collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hello, hello. Welcome to Fat Mascara. I am Jess. I'm Jen, and it's so funny. I was looking at your face, and I was like, I guarantee she's going to give two hellos. I don't know why. I just knew it. It's like we have a psychic connection, Jess. Whoa, it's almost like we do have a psychic connection. I know we do. Of course we do. I know do. we do. How you been? Even on this my, squadcast, my, my, Zoom screen, whatever it is called. 
I know, but I feel like I can sometimes read your minds. And I know this bu- this week's been busy, so I've been thinking about you. Thank you. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing well. It's been a busy week. Um, I will, I'm going to fill you fill you guys in. Jen knows what's up. Jen- well, I don't know all the way because I know you had to go to the vet. But. Yeah, so I've been at the vet. A, I've been at the vet a couple times. Things are things are not good. If you follow my personal account, I'm not putting a ton of like. It's, I'm not like oversharing like daily updates or anything. But if you do follow my personal account or my cat Jeanetta Lionheart's account, <laughs> or you've listened to this podcast yeah. with two sets of ears for yeah, four yeah. years, yeah. you know all about no, Janetta. Yeah, yeah, you know you know Jeanetta Lionheart. Um, so she has. She's taken a really bad turn and I don't want to go into this too long because I know that not everyone is like really understands like the pet person, pet guardian connection. So if you don't just like hang in there for like 45 seconds, but if you do, you know that this really sucks. So she's been my pet since she was eight years old. We got her and she's now going to be 14 next month. 14, I realize is old, but cats can last like till they're 20. So I thought, I really just felt in my heart um, that she was going to be one of those cats. Um, Mm -hmm. Talk about psychic connections. I mean, we can talk about this like another time. But I had a psychic moment with her the week that she got sick. I knew that something was going on and it wasn't bodily, it was spiritually. And the next day she got so sick five times and we took her to the vet. They gave her some medicine they said, if you really want to, if you really want to be sure. By the way, if you live in New York and Manhattan, West Chelsea Vet is amazing. Like she's been going there for a while. But they were like, if you really want to be sure, take her in for um, an ultrasound. And we were like, should we do that? And then we like decided, yes, like let's invest the money just just to be sure. And we did. And I did not expect them to say that she has a very large cancer in her stomach that cannot be removed because it's mm. wrapped up in vital tissue. And even if she were like a five-year-old, like little bruiser, they could not get the cancer out just because of where it is. So she's just unlucky. Um, so I will speed it up. Basically, she's not going to get better. She is on steroids and appetite stimulants. And right now, like she is right next to me, sleeping curled up. She's spending a lot of time with me, which is amazing, but she's sleeping most of the time. And she's nibbling. And your vet, but your vet assured you the medicine they're giving her is like keeping her comfy, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. Because I know that was like, I keep thinking about that too. Like I, I ever since Lake came around, I was like, oh, I'm sure the kid, you know, her personality yeah. was a little different, but like clearly she was sick and you didn't realize yeah. until just no, her, now. Yeah. Her, I don't know when the cancer started. I would love to know. Like obviously I'm asking myself a million questions. And oh, um, yeah. she is like, I have a really serious, like deep connection with her. This isn't just like, oh, my sweet little funky cat. You're like, she's crazy. No, like she's, she is like my best friend and this is horrible. And I'm keeping it together on the podcast because I don't want to like weird you guys out, but this is really upset. It's upsetting for no, me. No, I think people want to know what's going yeah. on in, in our lives. So, and I know it's been a big part of your yeah. life this last... I'm going to be like, I always weeks. said to Jeff, like Jeff is like, oh, like save me a spot. Like when she passes, like we would like joke about it. I was like, you know, I'm going to need like a month off of work and I'm going to... You've said that like literally six months ago we were talking yeah. about her and like don't... The, when she passes the rainbow connection or the something? The rainbow bridge. Called? The rainbow bridge. Yeah. It's where the animals go oh, to wait for their just, owners when... Yeah. Well, we're thinking about thank you, you, all the listeners, thank you. you and her. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, everyone who sent me a nice note because some people have. 
Yeah. Um, she, she's, 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 a, she's a tough gal. She's a tough gal. Um, but on a more like, you know. A, a How'd you fun, cheer yourself up, Yeah, Jeff? to cheer my, I cheered myself. <laughs> yeah, that's a really funny, that's a really funny, Jen. I cheered myself up by going to Dr. Paul Jared Frank's office for just a little freshening up. Um, <laughs> my face was really sunken and gross and like modeled from like, <laughs> <laughs> days and days of crying. So, <laughs> so I got a Fraxel fresh. I got freshened up with some Fraxel. I've never. Wait, can I just like rewind in time yeah. and like have someone land here from the 1800s and say, "Oh, you were not feeling well, so you went and let someone blast your face <laughs> with a laser." Cool. It sounds ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous. A laser that required not 10 minutes, not 15 minutes, but one hour of numbing. And, and he said, do you want the drugs? And I said, what will the drugs do? I have to work very hard today. This was early this oh, morning. I was like, no, I, you don't want to take value. No, I said, I have to move three stories. And he was like, it's like two drinking two glasses of wine. And I was like, no, I do not want the drugs. But you, you were fine with an hour of the numbing. Yeah, it was great. Thing, right? It was great. I mean, yeah. I mean listen, it wasn't comfortable, but it was fine. So um, I got. You already are looking brighter. I have to. Ooh, say. I got no. I got Fraxel. I've never gotten Fraxel. I've been afraid to get Fraxel. I chickened out last year, and then obviously got pregnant. So Fraxel is a no-no, um, or at least I think. I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't think. I, I didn't double check the doctor, but I don't think any doctor would be doing Fraxel on me. Um, no, it, not while you're pregnant. Oh yeah, because you need the anesthesia. Are you sand? Yeah. Are you sandpapery yet? No, you're not don't yet. Need anesthesia. You not, need yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean anesthesia. Sorry. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. Thank you, Doctor Goldstein. Um, yeah. So be prepared. It'll like you don't have the sunburn, but I bet you tomorrow it's going to look like you went skiing or sunburn or windburn for like a week. Yeah. And then what happens? You will. You will be bright and beautiful. Because Jen, it's, you got it before your wedding. I got it right before and my wedding. You looked awesome. It. It. I actually was surprised because I had had like one of the like clear and brights before. Clean, clear and, and brilliant. And they call it like the baby Fraxel sort yeah. of. And that didn't do nearly as much, but the Fraxel, woo you like blasting yourself a new face. But I have heavily freckled skin and you don't. So oh, it's not going to like, it's not going to pull off your freckles, but it's more than that. You just get like this weird plumpness all over and this glowiness and then just like a smoothing. It's like an all over everything. So I think you'll still have your freckles, but like, you know, when your skin looks clarified, yeah. even with freckles. Yeah, he did say to me like after, or no, before the Fraxel, he was like, you're a freckly gal. He was like, this isn't gonna, like, I think he was like no, managing no. my expectations. So, But I like your freckles. I'm glad they won't go away. Yeah, so they're here. Well, I'm glad that sort of boosted your mood a little bit. You know what else is gonna boost your mood? What's up? This episode. So what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Okay. <laughs> We're gonna talk about the beauty news, of course. And then everybody's mood booster, tranexamic acid. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. <laughs> no, this is a new ingredient that I've been hearing more and more about. And I did some research. We're going to talk about it. It's a skin brightener. Okay. So there you go on that note. And then the future of modeling. Okay, no. What does it all mean? I'm very excited about this topic. Very excited. Okay. Stay tuned. So on that note, let's do the show. I sat back and let you do the news last week, and I was like excited to do it again this week. Okay, I feel like it, it's like 
you know, you pass the torch. All right, you ready? Let's get the business stuff out of the way. It's kind of boring, but it's important to our business. Yeah, it's Sephora, kind of boring. <laughs> you know, like the, the B2B, yeah, yeah, yeah. the trade talk. Yeah. Sephora has a new president as of September 14th. Martin Brook, a former Starbucks executive, um, is replacing Chris De La Puente. We've been talking about a lot of structural changes at beauty um, companies. This one is not because the company is doing super poorly, as is usual the case with, um, with changes yeah. in leadership. This guy has been in charge for 10 years, and sales actually tripled during that time. Oh, damn. So new president on the way. We'll see what that means for Sephora, a huge global company owned by LVMH. Okay, this is a U.S. launch alert. I've been keeping my eye on this product because it's never been available in the States, but I see people write about it online. The Ordinary, you know, the skincare brand owned by the De- or under the Decium umbrella, has foundation, color products, which I don't think a lot of people in the States know. They've been around for seven years. They're finally going to be available, and they decided to partner with Ulta to make them ab- available. Um, so there's two formulas, and there's 21 shades. And this is why I think it's a cult favorite is $6.70 for this foundation. So I'm, I'm buy, I already bought the serum version on Ulta to test out so I could tell you guys about it. I will say this, the shade swatches on Ulta look very off to me. So if you go there and you're mm. like, oh my God, there's not a big range of shades, go over to Decium's website and you can see that in the medium and dark skin tones, there are shades. They're just like skewing. Like on my computer screen, they looked really light. I was like, that's their like medium dark shade and it looked like pale beige. But then you go see the swatching, you know, when you Google image search the swatches, there is a range of shades. So I'm excited to try that. Okay. Tresemme, the hair brand, is under fire for an ad that appeared on um, the website for Clicks, a retailer in South Africa. I don't know if you're going to be able to find the ad because I think they've done a good job taking it off, but I saw it right when it happened and it is not good. It showed four types of hair labeled and two that showed black women. One of them said frizzy and dull. The other said dry and damaged. And then it had a picture of straight blondes, lady hair, and it was labeled as, quote, normal. First of all, Mm. I hate when beauty brands call anything normal. Even skin types sometimes we're not calling normal now because there is no normal. Second of all, the racism that's inherent in calling the white hair normal and the other hair dry and damaged. Also, the one lady had like a lovely fro. It was not like dry and frizzy. Clearly problematic. So right after this went up, Clicks apologized, and then uh, so then that was September fifth, September seventh. Tresemme apologized. They knew they had made a mistake, but then I was so interested to see this. I thought the timing was curious. On September 9th, Tresemme here in the United States launched a future stylist fund, which is a great thing, a $100,000 scholarship fund for black female hairstylists. Hmm. Immediately, I was cynical, and I was like, oh, is this their, like, mea culpa for the <laughs> South Africa ad? But clearly, it's been in, in the works for a lot longer than that. And I was reading about it on Women's Wear Daily, and this is actually on Women's Wear Daily. They didn't mention the South Africa thing. I don't think you can promote this whole scholarship fund which, without mentioning, you know, what else is going on with this brand. I thought that was very weird that they, maybe they hadn't seen yet the news in South Africa, but who knows. On that note, I'm going to end on a high note. This freaking fund is really cool. If you are a black hairstylist, you should absolutely apply, get that company's money, teach them what's up so things like this never happen again. Um, Applications are open until October 18th. The website is uh, tresemmefuturestylistsfund.com. I'll put a link on our blog. And one of our former guests, Ursula Steven, is uh, on the winner selection committee, which is really cool. And actually, she's been on the show twice 
I now that I'm thinking about that. Uh, if you want to listen to her main episode, that's episode 66. Okay, gather around in the science corner, kitties. Have you ever noticed how vegan red lipsticks tend to skew really warm? Like all the red shades from like the vegan natural brands are kind of orangey. For a long time, that was because there weren't a lot of good blue-red pigments that were also vegan. In 2019, a couple came out. One, BASF, a chemical producer, created a special pigment, excuse me, called Chione Electric Fuchsia. I might be saying that wrong. That helped create a bright bluish red. The thing is... It is made from iron oxides. It's a chemical base. They use chemicals to get it to the color it is. Not exactly natural. But just last week, Jividon Active Beauty launched Red 1805. Very glamorous name. A pigment made from a Chinese red radish. There's this little radish over in China that grows that has a really deep red pigment, and they were able to harvest that to make a true red that is both vegan and natural. So if you're interested in both those things, you want a clean beauty brand that's also vegan and you've always wanted like your true red lipstick, I bet you it's coming soon because this is a good thing for um, natural cosmetics. Last... I don't know if this is beauty news, but just like you got pissed off with the elephants mm-hmm. in the CBD, I wanted to throw in a like, huh? Yeah. Kind of story. A salon owner in England, a hair salon owner, posted an ad seeking a, quote, happy hair size. I have the ad. It's actually adorable. It says, um, you know, you have to be fully qualified, blah, blah, blah. This is a busy, friendly, small salon, so only happy, friendly stylists need apply. Cute, right? <laughs> the woman immediately got a call oh my from someone who said they were from uh, the DWP, which is the Department of Works and um, not Works in Progress. You lived in Britain. What is it? I, I don't know. I don't know what Thank the you. DWP is. Saying it was discriminatory. Discriminatory. I was like, wait, what? Apparently, they said it was discriminatory against sad people. So it wasn't oh. like. God. <laughs> and of course, like Daily Mail, Fox News, BBC, everybody picks up on this and we're like, what has our state of political correctness come to that this is where we are? Very quickly, though, that was all the news. That made the news and then everybody stopped talking about it. The DWP actually apologized and it was an error all along. I just happy picture some like hair stylists. Yeah, so, I picture no some unhappy like over- ones. Over eagle, like paralegal working at the DWP, he was like, Oh no, that's discriminatory against sad people like me, picking up the phone and calling this poor salon owner. And the whole thing just made me giggle. It's not true. Of course, they didn't have a discriminatory, like, post. I think they just probably mean like che- cheerful disposition. I don't I know. know. And I guess this person was reading it as like, What about people suffering from depression? Fair, which is very, a yes. mental. It's a disease. It's a mental yes. health problem. You you can't exclude those people. But they just meant friendly disposition. I think, like, if you can't have that in your hairstylist, what more do you, you this know? This is some like a really like a real legal eagle, a real sharp eyed, you know, reader or whoever they have there is is really checking this out. A, a little overzealous, I know, if you ask I me. Know. And I just think that's adorable. And I'll put a link to the salon and her little Instagram post. This poor woman like made worldwide oh my news. God. She was like, I just didn't want to have any assholes working for me, you know? Oh my God. <laughs> and that is this week's beauty news. Okay. Listen, there's a new ingredient town. <laughs> it may not actually be new. It may have existed for 
years, but Jen and I <laughs> just discovered it. <laughs> it's called tranexamic acid. That's right. It sounds painful, tranexamic. I, I don't know if I want to be tranexamed. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like I feel like we know what we know a lot of ingredients and what they do over 20 years of learning about like from dermatologists and estheticians about products. Oh, Jen, I haven't been working for 20 years. I'm quite young. Okay, sorry. Whatever. I'm speaking <laughs> oh, for myself I'm joking, here. I'm joking. No, so 20 years is totally know, safe. Totally accurate. So this summer we started working with two skincare companies. So I like quit all my normal skincare because I wanted to use them. Mm-hmm. Curology, who was one of our sponsors, yes. and Strivectin, who was one of our sponsors. Yes. So the only stuff I've been using is my Curology personalized cream mm-hmm. and my Strivectin. This, by the way, is not paid content, but this is how I, I'm just telling you how I figured this out. And there's this brown spot on my cheek that started to fade. Now, I know it's not from the Stridevectin because I started using that earlier, and that just is like a brightening and my skin texture is better. Yes. And then when I started using the Curology, which had like a barely a dose of retinol, which maybe can help with spots, but not really. I was like, why is this spot fading? I've been using this stuff like two and a half weeks. So I was like, the only now, Jen, thing new, did you put it directly on the spot? Like as No, I put it, it all over my face. Okay, okay. Just, you know, I followed the instructions. The only thing different in all of the ingredients was this tranexamic acid. So then I was like, what is this stuff? I had no idea. And I thought if I didn't know that our listeners might not know. I, so, I don't see it in a lot of other products, to be honest. You're right, you don't. In fact, I was looking around, and I'll tell you the products it's in because I think this is interesting. The Inky List has a tranexamic acid treatment with 2%. SkinCeuticals has a SkinCeuticals discoloration defense with 3%. And then there's like a Good Molecules discoloration correcting serum that has a derivative of, I'm just going to call it TXA. That's what some okay. of the doctors call it, TXA at 2%. So not a lot of companies are using it. Here's what it is. Okay, a synthetic analog of the amino acid lysine. So it actually was discovered in, I believe, the 60s. It's an oral drug. Oh, so, helps. so it's more than a few years old. Oh, yeah, okay, but like in topicals, it's new, it's new, it's new. Hold on. Okay. So it, it's to staunch bleeding. It has only gained popularity as a topical depigmenting agent in the last five to six years. Now, Curology okay. puts it in, in its in its products. It says it lightens dark spots and soothes redness. Um, and then I did a review of research and there are a couple studies about 2% and 5% topical. Again, it started out as an oral drug and mm-hmm. you can actually take it orally for melasma off-label, but I'm not getting into that, for the treatment of melasma. Topically, it can help fade melasma. It can also help fade ultraviolet-induced pigmentation and other post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. It may also even reduce vascularity and redness. So that was good, too, because I realized my rosacea wasn't flaring, even though I had stopped with that probiotic um, thing I had been using that had been mm-hmm. helping. The RLEA. But the redness didn't, yeah. So the redness didn't come back. So I think it might be helping with that for me as well. So right now, um, it's not in a lot of products, but there are drug clinicals underway. So two clinicals, one testing if it will fade melasma, and one testing um, whether or not it can help with other forms of hyperpigmentation. So I know what you're thinking now, but go ahead and ask me questions. I'm thinking, can I put this on my my legs that are all spotty right now? <laughs> my legs are so spotty. Like, does it come in a body size serum? But no, sure. I thought you were going to ask, well, how come it's not a drug if there's FDA clinical trials and then yet it's in over-the-counter 
products. That's that, not, not what I was going to ask, Jen. That's not okay. how my brain works, but okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to answer that question instead. <laughs> A, you could take your curology. If yours, I don't remember what your formula is, but if it I understand. It, yeah. Why, like, if, yeah. Why is it not Or a you can buy yourself so some skinceuticals and dip, take a bath in it yes. the, in the discoloration defense. Sure. It'll help your legs. So I wanted to remind everybody of how it works in the United States. Um, whether a product, this is from the FDA di- directly, whether a product is a cosmetic or a drug under the law is determined by the product's intended use, not the ingredients. So different laws and regulations apply to each type of product. Some companies can violate the law by marketing a cosmetic as a drug with a drug claim. Mm. So if like, I'll just make up like skin, glowy skin company decides it's going to put TXA in its product and says, this will cure your melasma. They have just given it a drug claim. They are now in trouble with the FDA. But if they soften their language and they say, it's brightening. Right. Or it might help fade discoloration or it might help even skin tone. It is considered a cosmetic. So I've noticed in the last three to four years, and the first research around topical use of this is maybe six years ago, it's been sneaking its way into some formulas. And I think that's because brands realize it freaking works on brown pigmentation and other ways. And it because it's not yet a drug for certain uses, they can continue to put it in over-the-counter products. Well, Jen, I definitely have been, you know, even though I haven't been out a lot this summer, like just... I get spotty and I'm getting spotty, spottier as I get older. So I definitely am going to look into this ingredient. I think that you should. I'm intrigued. And I think people have to keep an eye out because I bet we're going to see it in more topicals soon. For sure. Thank you. For sure. You're welcome. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honeylove. Hey, 
everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Allo Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's Joanna good. Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Well, listen, it is early September when we are recording this. And actually, oh my gosh, September's flying by so fast. It's almost mid-September. Gosh. Um, Well, now is when normally, in the before times, as you said, Jen, the other day on our Instagram, (laughs) which made me laugh, um, we would be telling you about all of the hot looks in the New York City runways of Fashion Week. But Mm -hmm. we are sitting at home right now. But... um, (laughs) 
Fashion week is definitely different in 2020. And New York started this past weekend. There were a few live shows that are placed, taking place outdoors with fewer than 50 guests. But we are interested in having a very different conversation about the fashion industry right now. We want to talk about a very interesting um, model model agency that is working to fight body fascism. And The Guardian actually did a little chat about this or a little article about this over the summer that really stuck with me. There is a an agency... Uh, Zibidi, best name yeah. ever. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying it right. Yeah, Zibidi, Zibidi. It's, it's a, it's yeah. a UK-based agency. Um and they focus on in the piece a girl named Ellie. I'm going to call her Goldstein. Maybe she's a Goldstein. Maybe she's a Goldstein. But um, the piece talked about this girl, Ellie Goldstein. She's an 18 year old model and she has Down syndrome. But the big deal with Ellie is that she was in an ad this summer for Gucci. And on Gucci's Instagram, she's uh, basically, she's um, talking about. She's advertising Gucci's uh, new mascara, and she's wearing this like really pretty kind of like '70s dress. She looks amazing. She's this beautiful center part of hair. Her skin is like gorgeous. It is like also her brows. Her I brows was, are. Yeah. How do people get their brows to like spike up like that, Ellie? Let's talk. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go on. Oh my god! Like her her skin looks like her skin looks like a milkmaid from like the Netherlands, like like a, like a Flemish painting. She looks. She's a, it's freaking Gucci beauty. Yeah. Painting. Yeah. She, she looks, looks gorgeous. Go- gorgeous. 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 This was the most liked post ever for Gucci. And we know that Gucci is huge on um, you know, social media. So it brings up this conversation um, that ZBD is trying to uh, bring across is that they want, they said, the woman from ZBD, Laura Johnson, she's the director, she said, we hope that the Gucci campaign is the tipping point for an inclusion revolution across luxury fashion. I love that she's talking about luxury fashion because luxury fashion is really leading the big dialogue in terms of inclusivity in the fashion industry. I think about, um, oh, P.S. ZBD is also working with, you know, a lot of fancy clients, um, including um, even brands like H&M, which do a lot of cool stuff. Um, I've been thinking about where we are in the fashion industry when it comes to inclusivity with not just, you know, people of color, but people of all abilities. And I did a piece- And all sizes. Also, yeah, sir. Oh my God. So we've made some progress in the size front, I think, in the last couple of fashion weeks, I've noticed. Yes, for sure. And, you know, we think about like women and like, let's be real, these are not- women who look like the average, you know, lady in they're the so U.S. Be- yeah, like, they're beautiful. Like Ashley Graham, um, Paloma. Um, I, she just goes by Paloma. Uh, but Paloma, um, the, these women are on the covers of Vogue and everything, but they still look like, you know, anyone would like kill to look like them. They don't look like your average bear. But with ability um, and disability, I still think it's, it's a my. I, I want to say a minority group that we don't acknowledge. I wrote about this for Teen Vogue a while ago. If I can find the link, um, we can put it on the blog. We'll definitely put it on the blog if it's still there. Yeah, it, it's it's really um, a group that we don't talk about. Um, according to the CDC, 26% of adults in the United States have some type of disability. It really, when I wrote this oh, piece, wow. yeah, when I wrote this piece um, a while ago, we talked about it as like this kind of invisible minority because you don't always see it too. It's invisible because um, we're not 
talking about it. So you can look at it like that, but a lot of it is a disability that you may not always see. So it could be mm-hmm. something that like, you know, the person is not in a wheelchair, the person is not, um, doesn't have something that you can see just by looking at them or speaking to them. But these, yeah. but these are groups that, but it, it, there is no, there's no argument about it. They are marginalized. They have struggles they do not feel, you know, represented at all in media, but we are not putting them in fashion campaigns. We are not um, angry in the same way, taking to social media in the same way. And to see that this modeling agency is making, you know, waves And about Gucci. It. Yeah, and, yeah, and Gucci. Because I know the people that worked on that shoot, too. Oh, cool. But, um, yeah, go on. Were also also had disabilities. They were people with disabilities. Some of them, the photographer included. So it was like, oh, that's cool. They, I didn't they know they did their homework and the whole thing. Yeah. Um, here are just some things to to know about. Like, okay, well, what are we talking about? We're talking about disabilities. Um, they say disability means like, and this is not just the the gamut of it. So don't, if I'm not mentioning something, that doesn't mean I'm excluding it. But like yeah. mobility, um, cognition, independent living. If you can't, you know do yeah. things alone, hearing, vision, um, self-care, like that difficulty dressing or bathing. Uh, it's really something that I, I, we're having these conversations and I think it's awesome that we are talking about inclusivity at all. But I, sometimes I worry that we still have some really big blind spots and we, we can't hit everything, you know, but you know. I know, but you know what I was thinking yeah. about this whole thing? I, we used to think, Okay, the job of a model, if you think about it in the general sense yeah. of fashion, is to, let's just say for fashion, sell clothing. Yeah, yeah. Really. That is the bottom line. They are paid by the fashion company. They're wearing new clothes. You're looking at them. Back in the day, in the 1940s, models were not glamorized. That was just the lady that was wearing the coat as she walked mm-hmm. down the thing so the rich ladies could decide if they wanted <laughs> yeah, or not. Yeah. They are salespeople. Yeah. And so somewhere along the line, they became this notion of beauty and they became like these epitome of beauty. But I feel like we need to go back to a model is someone who sells things and you can't See, you can't be what you can't see. You know mm-hmm. how people say that? Yeah. Who said that? Someone said that recently that we talked about on the show. And like, yeah. if you want to sell to everybody, you need to be inclusive in your selling. So this isn't like, yes, beauty should be inclusive too, but it's also like, what do you just, you don't want 26% of Americans' money? Dumb fashion company? Yeah. Like, you have to be representative. Be, and I mean, I know I'm t- speaking like a business person and I'm making it not touchy-feel good, which it also is. But like, it's it's just like this job of modeling became this thing that really wasn't in a way that made a lot of men and women feel bad about themselves. And I feel like not only should we see more people represented like that look like what America and the world really looks like, but we should get back to what the job really is, which is just like showing you other people like you so you can know what the freaking clothes and makeup stuff looks like. <laughs> no, and still be creative and glamorous and all that, but it doesn't have to be like an unrealistic ideal. I you think you're, you're, you're totally right. I think you can absolutely still like, you know, make things look beautiful and luxurious or, or, you know, or, you know, I, I think, I think we can have it always. We can have, I think fashion is trying to reconcile. How do we remain aspirational? How do we, how do we remain our, how, how do we preserve our brand DNA of luxury and aspiration and all of these words that are like, you know, etched in stone with their brands? But at the same time, how do you show something like disability, which, you know, is 
a topic that is not, you know, the most comfortable to talk about. Yeah. It's not something that goes hand in hand with the with the images that they've been portraying for forever. But I have to tell you, like, you know, if I, I would want to patronize a brand that, it, you know, we talk about this all, all the time, like younger, younger customers, they want to see their values reflected. And I'm not the youngest customer in the world, but I have to tell you, I, I would want to patronize Gucci that the, if they're showing people who look like, yeah. you know, everyone a, a, that you see yes. when you walk outside the yeah. door. And like that, that are making and, decisions that are in line with like what the, what's going on with the world. And just speaking about like fashion weeks in general, clearly the pandemic has like changed how we're going to be doing business going forward. But when they pick back up again, I kind of like the idea of them being more entertainment. Like a lot Mm. of people in fashion lament like, oh, it just used to be about like the beauty and showing the, like they've turned into entertainment spectacles. So let them be that. Maybe have your sales happen another way. And entertainment should be like fun and inclusive and good for everyone. And I'd want to sit and look at clothes that like, are on people reflected that look like the people totally. in society. Totally, I love that. And there's like good music. Like I feel like we need. Can to there just be food? The ho- and oh my god, there should be food. <laughs> like don't touch the models while you're eating the bloody re popcorn. Yeah. But you know, like I just think these like just these straight narrow lanes of what fashion is or a fashion show is. I feel like come 2021, it's like it's anyone's game. So I'm so I, this, this fashion week's gonna be weird. We're still, I feel like, gonna report on like what trends we see, and hopefully, one of those trends is more um, people with disabilities and people of all races, colors, creeds, sizes. Yeah. You know, inclusivity. But like, we'll still report on what's going on. But come spring, all bets are off. I'm Let's ready see for what it. happens. Awesome. I'm ready for it too. Let's do it. Okay, it is time to raise a wand. We have a good one this week from a makeup artist, Bianca. Hi, Jess and Jen, and greetings from Oxfordshire. Um, Firstly, I wanted to say thank you so much for doing your wonderful podcast. I enjoy it so much. It makes me feel like I'm back in the States, which obviously I can't be at the moment because we're not allowed in. Um, But that aside... I would like to raise a wand to beaker bottles. Now, I know you've got them over there in the US as well. Um, I have pretty much started collecting them. They're so great. And I think they're a beauty product because hydration obviously makes your skin look amazing. So that's great. Um, My favorite one that I just bought is like a massive litre bottle and it's got like this spiky silicon outside case, which is meant to be kind of a bit like a stress ball as well. It's really good for relieving anxiety, which I love. Um, I've also got this sort of smaller counterpart, which if anyone knows Doctor Who, it kind of looks like a little mini Dalek, which is really cute. Um, I take mine everywhere when I'm working out and I always get lots of compliments. So yeah, I just wanted to raise a wand to that. And if I'm allowed another product, I would also like to raise a wand to the Kosas face oil, which I discovered when I was working at an event for Goop. Um, and uh, yeah, it's incredible. It's really, really nice. It gives really sheer coverage. It's not heavy on the skin. I use it, I'm, I'm a makeup artist and I use it on my clients a lot. Um, so yeah, and my name's Bianca Powell. I don't know if I was supposed to say that at the beginning. Maybe I did. Anyway, thank you. Bye. Thank you, Bianca. 
That was fun. Also, I literally am looking at my beaker bottle right now. It's what I have on the side of my bed. It's what Eric has on the side of his bed. And the little gummy sleeve that it goes in is actually quite nice. I have not tried that face oil now. Um, thanks, Bianca. Oh, if you want to have your voice be on the podcast, that's what I'm supposed to say, right? <laughs> you can call yeah. us, leave a voicemail, 646-481-8182, or send us a voice memo. That's what Bianca did. That's why she sounded so fabulous and clear. Email that little voice memo recording to info at fatmascara.com. Jess, do you want to go first and raise your wand or shall I? I'm going to raise my wand. I'm going to raise my wand. I still can't get over Kim Kardashian raising a wand. Multiple times. I know. She, we didn't even ask her to. Sorry. And I, I'll, I'll, I'll stop soon. It's just so funny. And she's like, I'm going to, what did she say? I'm going to ra- ra- wand raised or something. Well, weird. yeah, she said it a couple know. different ways. I, I know. I was like, you do whatever you want with that lady. You raise <laughs> that wand. <laughs> you raise it, Kim. Um, okay. So, here is what I'm raising a wand to. I am trying to calm down at the end of the night. Oh, for God's sake, it's, they don't, it's out of stock. <laughs> the best ever. You just said, I am trying to calm down. Oh, for God's sakes, it's out of stock. Like that was the most <laughs> just sentence I've ever heard. I love it. Do you want me to go first while you find something else? <laughs> yes, I'm so angry. I'm, it, I'm it leaving really... this in the show because this is how it really works, folks. I will tell you about okay. mine. I've given up on when I go outdoors doing lipstick. Even the transfer-proof ones, they still get on the inside of the mask because it is so humid inside that mask. And so I was like, well, what is good for humidity? A damn moisturizing mask. Why don't I use the mask to work with me as a treatment? So I've taken to putting on the Laneige Lip Sleeping Mask, which I can never remember to do at night, even though everybody says it's so great for moisturizing. I put it on before I go out because no one's going to see my mouth anyway. And then I feel like the heat and the moisture of being inside of the mask actually helps it penetrate better. Like, my lips have never been so soft and plump. I'm not even kidding. And I think it's because of this. And I just want to say the new gummy bear flavor, which is adorable, gummy bear flavor, whatever. It's grape. Not just because it's in a purple thing. It's very grapey tasting. It's delicious, though. But they have like 20 flavors, so if you're not into that, do a lip mask while you're inside your mask. Mask on mask on mask. It's genius. Mask on mask on mask. That's cute. Jen, look what I have next to my bed. Is that a lip mask? Yeah, it's the Laneige mask. Oh, it's the same one. But you have a different flavor than I do. Vanilla. Vanilla. Okay, so I've been using Mm -hmm. gummy bear. What well you can't raise a wand to that now you have to pick. Okay, you can if you want. What are you raising a wand to? Well, you know what I was I was going to do a double wand. Um, this is a bonus double. Wand okay, love I it. Go for. I a lot of your products I do check out after. Like I quietly check them out. I'm like, if Jen likes this so much, what's the, what's the deal? I have been using for years, and I've never told you about this. The Oral B like floss that you recommended <gasps> oh, like four years ago. The glide. Sometimes when I'm at a loss for a new razor wand, I'm like, can I just talk about the floss again? <laughs> It's so great. It's so it's the best floss. Hugs out there. your teeth. Your dentist will be so happy. Like every time I go to the dentist, they like make, they tell me they're all crooked and whatever, but they're like, but it does look like you've been flossing. <laughs> I had a quinoa salad the other day that was probably the most disgusting thing I've ever put in it put in my mouth. I was finding quinoa in there for I was flossing with 10 minutes and it was like uncovering. Like little, it was like the teeniest <laughs> quinoa. Uh, like a, a, an al dente quinoa salad. Oh my Hours God. Later. Was, Sometimes days, you'd be like, what, what's that thing? 
And I was so hungry, okay, that I was eating the quinoa so fast and like there wasn't like, You're like, it was unsatisfying. get in there. I'm not going to move my tongue around. Yeah, there, Just stick in there. It's fine. There was nothing else in the salad. There wasn't enough like cheese or like vegetables. So it was just like- Oh no, you need a feta like, and a walnut and a quinoa yeah, salad. No, I was just like throwing it into my mouth. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so hungry. I was at someone's house. <laughs> <laughs> but but you had like a million pieces of quinoa. But Yes. <laughs> I was in the bathroom for like 10 minutes. Anyway, this got, I got every little nook and cranny. Because it's so, super skinny. Oh. It gets in there. Yeah. Don't get the store brand floss. I make that mistake. And then you know what is shredding up. I've like cut yep. myself. No, get the Oral B Glide. So here is my razor wand. So I gave you a beauty razor. That's wand. your razor wand. Oh, okay, okay, good. You know what? I'm saving my other razor wand for the next. Save episode. it for your birthday episode. Oh, okay, okay. I'll see you on Thursday, birthday girl, and I'll see you guys too. See you next week or ex. Sorry, ignore next that. Episode. Next episode. <laughs> see you next episode. Bye. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening.